0: Hey everybody, it's Dr. Mark. I'm so happy to be here with my good friend, Emily Fletcher, who's an extraordinary woman. She's a incredible Broadway performer in her past life. And now she teaches the world how to meditate. And the reason I wanted to talk to you and have Emily come along is because I've recently rediscovered meditation through Emily. And uh, I wanted to sort of tell you the story about it and why it impacted me. Because I met Emily at an event where we both were lecturing in Greece which is awesome and uh she was talking about meditation I'm like oh you know like I studied Buddhism I used to meditate a lot I did 10-day retreats where I would meditate 12 hours a day I did Zen Buddhism meditation I was a yoga teacher I did tons of yoga I still do a lot of yoga and I thought oh that's good enough and I also you know found that uh I like to do things to relax and I talk about de-stressing and I talk about relaxation and I teach about this all the time and I have my own little tricks You know, I do my hot baths with Epsom salt, I do yoga, I, I get massages, I do exercise, I, I just go in nature. I do all kinds of things to help me de-stress. And, you know, I began to kind of think, well, you know, I, I'm too busy to meditate because, you know, I've got, I run the Cleveland Clinic Center for Functional Medicine. I've got my own practice in Lenox. I write books. I, I'm i the chairman of the Institute for Functional Medicine. I, I do a lot of stuff. And I'm like, I just, you know, I have time to exercise. I've got to eat right. It's like too many things. I've got to sleep eight hours. I like, don't have time to meditate. I, I'm doing good. Like, I'm not stressed. I feel good. And the truth was that, you know, Emily just really touched me, and she helped me to sort of understand that maybe I was kind of fooling myself. Maybe that it wasn't even that. Maybe there was a way for me to actually be even better, like to feel better, to do better, to be more happy. And I I didn't think that I was stressed. I didn't think I was anxious. I didn't think that I felt agitated. Uh, I did have some issues sleeping uh, because I was running around so much, but You know, sort of, I I really went to Emily and I was like, listen, I I think I might kind of need your help. (laughs) So, you know, we had a great time in Greece. We became friends. We, we, you know, we did a little meditation there and it just, it touched me. And we had a great time on the boat. We danced. She was my dance-off partner. We had like this great dance-off. And then when I got, we got back from Greece, I'm like, hey, Emily, like, I really, I I really think I want to do this. And she was kind enough to actually teach me how to meditate again. And it wasn't something that I actually didn't know how to do. I actually um, did TM. My sister was a, um, had a boyfriend who was a TM teacher when I was like 15, so back in the 70s, which is a long time ago. It tells you how old I am. <laughs> and uh, she, you know, she, she taught me uh, then how to meditate. And I used to do TM, which is this Vedic kind of meditation. So I was familiar with it. But, but I really feel like you know when I went with Emily, I recommitted to it. And I just sort of want to tell you a little bit about what happened. And then I want to sort of start to sort of get into it with Emily because she's just such an extraordinary human, great teacher, and she's just offering some great stuff. And like I, I want to share all about it, because I'm so, so excited, it's just changed my life. So I just want to share it with you guys. So uh, I was like, okay, I I'm gonna commit to this. I'm gonna commit to 20 minutes twice a day, which sounds insane because like how could I do 20 minutes twice a day? Because like I'm running around, I got meetings, I'm like all over the place, like and I was like, no, I'm going to do, do this. Like, I, I can do this. And so she taught me again, uh, and instead sort of gave me my mantra. It's basically this ancient technique. She'll tell you about it. But it's, it's pretty straightforward. And I started doing it. I started, I've been doing it for now over, gosh, uh, oh yeah, about over two months, a little over two months. And what I found is, is super surprising. So I didn't actually realize how I was feeling before. You know, and I think the way I changed was I started feeling like it's like Dan Harris talks about ten percent happier. He wrote this book, ten percent happier, and we started meditating, I had a panic attack on TV. And he like, Well, you know, now I started meditating, I'm ten percent happier. And I, I felt the same experience. I just felt happier, I felt calmer, I felt less anxious, I have way more going on, but it doesn't affect me the same way. I'm sleeping better, I have more energy. And the truth is like even if I don't sleep, if I meditate, I feel like I, I just had like three hours of nap. Like it's unbelievable. Like if I could lay down for 20 minutes and close my eyes, that wouldn't do it. But if I actually meditate for 20 minutes, I feel like I got a whole new evening back. So like I've been hiding in conference rooms at Cleveland Clinic. I've been doing it in like the car and parking lots. I have like friends drive if we go to meetings and I'm just going to do it in the car while we're going somewhere. I do it on the airplane. Like I, it's like, it's, so freaking portable. And it's like, I have to be in a cushion in some temple with the incense burning and like everything perfect. It's like, there could be all kinds of noise and craziness going around, but like, I just go into my little happy place and it's like, awesome. so I, I just, I really want Emily to talk about it because, you know, she, she had her own experience, you know, she was on Broadway. She had issues that she had to struggle with. And then she discovered meditation. Now she she teaches everywhere. She's, like, teaching at Google and Harvard Business School. She's taught at Dave Asprey's biohacking conference. We were all in, in Greece together. It was super fun. She's been written about the New York Times, Elle Magazine. She's named one of the top 100 women in wellness to watch. And she's helped, like, thousands of high performers get integrating this model into their, into their life. And, you know, I, you know, I love that saying, which is, you know, uh, do less, accomplish more, like, it's just, it's so, it's like, I I wish I could explain to people how it's affected me, because, like, I would often kind of get tired at the end of the day, because it was a long day, and and now I just feel like my whole universe has changed, and even if it's, like, forget about getting enlightened, but just, like, managing my life, like, I just feel like it's helped me so much just be happier, more productive, and not feel... Wiped out, and I feel like I feel like I get a whole new energy at night to go have fun and do stuff that's awesome. So, welcome, Emily.
1: <laughs> wow. Sorry, Mark. that was a lot. That was a lot. I had to that go was, on. Um, <laughs> I mean, you're hired. I'm going to have you as my publicist and PR person, I be like, just what he said. All what right, who mean? wants to meditate? <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, sad,
0: it's such right? an
1: inspiring story, and really, like, Bravo. There's two things that really strike me about what you just shared. One is. Like you're already performing at such a high level, you're already changing so many lives and changing healthcare. And the fact that this is making you perform even better is is honestly why I do what I do. And then the second thing that strikes me is the fact that you've been studying this stuff for years. I mean, you, you majored in Buddhism, you were a yoga teacher, and you've been meditating and you you an expert of experts had the level of humility to go into something with beginner's mind and i think that that makes all of the difference and it's just it's so inspiring to hear your story and it honestly makes my heart so happy <laughs> so thank
0: you yeah it's, it's so great it's just yeah. it's just like this uh i feel like this huge gift that i got and i wasn't expecting it and i i kind of you know I always knew that, oh, it should be the one thing I add to my life. And I'm like, ugh, I can't add one more freaking thing to my day. Like, I just cannot add one yes. more thing to my day because I have like, if anybody knew actually how much I did, like they would go, you're, Dr. Hyman, you're a crazy man. And I'm kind of a crazy man, but everybody kind of knows that anyway. But I think that I, I just, I found that it actually helps me do exactly what you said. I can do less and accomplish more. If I take those 40 minutes a day, it's like I get an extra three hours of focused, productive, conscious time, and, and the quality of the rest of my time is different, so it's like it bleeds into everything, it's like it's not like, oh I just meditate and then I go about my life, it's like it's sort of after a while, and the first, like you said when you taught me, the the first few weeks, I, was, I didn't feel good like it was like, I think I was stressed and I didn't know it and then my nervous system wasn't winding and I my whole, like, I think I kind of realized my, my whole even brain and my emotions and my nervous system was sort of reorganizing. Yeah. And I actually felt a little depressed and weird. Um, mm-hmm. and, I, and I didn't connect the dots until after when I remembered you saying that to me. And I was like, oh, that's okay. what that was. Because I'm like, now I feel fine. I'm like, what happened <laughs> to me? And yes. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like, you know, I didn't, the point is I didn't, even though I thought I was good and chill and like life was good, like I didn't actually know how I was feeling until I start feeling better. I often say that with my patients when they go on, on a detox. I'm like, or they get healthy. I'm like, you actually don't know how bad you feel until you start feeling good, mm-hmm. right? And it was the same experience I had.
1: Yeah, stress is like you know when you have an AC on in the background, it's just like a buzzing, and you don't even know that it's on until you mm-hmm. turn it off. Mm-hmm. And you see that clarity, mm-hmm. and, and that's how I feel. Most people feel about stress. So let's talk mm-hmm. a little bit about this, do less, accomplish more. Mm-hmm. Like why meditation can actually help you perform better. Yeah.
0: What's it's, up with that? <laughs> What's up the
1: with thing that? Is that? Stress is costing our bodies and our brains something. You know, we think mm. that oh, I need my stress; it gives me my competitive edge. Or this is, mm. I need my stress. I teach a lot of mm. artists and CEO types, and my actors think. Well, I need my stress, I need my hurdy-poos, that's what makes me create. And my executives think, well, I need my stress because that's the thing that keeps me in the game. But it's the opposite. Stress makes you stupid. Um, Uh And because it's costing your brain so much, if we want to look at why the human body reacts to stress in the way that it does, cut back in time a few thousand years, say we're hunting and gathering in the woods. Sabertooth saber tiger jumps out at us, body launches into a series of chemical reactions. First thing that happens is digestion floods with acid to shut down digestion because you need all hands on deck to fight or flee the predatory attack. That same acid seeps onto your skin so you don't taste very good, your blood starts to thicken mm-hmm. and coagulate your bladder and bowels evacuate, your immune system goes to the back burner, because like, who cares if you're going to get cancer if you're about to be killed by a tiger? Mm-hmm. And then your adrenaline levels and cortisol levels, Jack, which are acidic in nature, which leads to inflammation, which I'm sure your people know that that's no bueno, and so it's like this series of chemical reactions is, is good for you if your demands are saber-toothed tigers. <laughs> but if your demands are in-laws, or deadlines, or breakups, or traffic, or red-eyes, then this fight-or-flight stress reaction has become maladaptive and it's now disallowing us from performing at the top mm-hmm. of our game. Mm-hmm. And since meditation is the most powerful stress-relieving tool we have, once you go in and start clearing out that adrenaline and cortisol, it's like you're giving yourself your computing power back. You know, if you mm-hmm. think about the brain as, as a computer, when you're stressed, it's running all these irrelevant programs, which if you go to type an email, then the cursor is 20 spaces behind, Yeah. right? Yeah. And it's like, oh, stupid computer, can't even run an email. I can't even focus on a conversation. I can't even remember why I picked up my phone. And it's like stress, the meditation goes in and closes out all those irrelevant windows so that you have more computing power For the task at hand and Mm. it's that increase in mental and physical energy that allows you to do less and accomplish more like life just gets more elegant more easy and to your point you start enjoying it more
0: (laughs) yeah it's just it's so shocking and now i hate to say it i'm kind of a little addicted to it
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah get addicted i I mean
0: like i'm like why i I just like i I just make it happen you know like I, i think in two months there's probably two or three afternoons where i just couldn't make it happen or it got too late but um you know i i just figure it out like i you know like i just close i just sit in my office at work or i just you know just close the door or just wait you know i'm just late for dinner or like whatever like i just feel like it's it's such a value add to my well-being like okay it makes me more productive and all that but like it just the quality of my experience changes like my ability to be present, be in the world, do the things I want to do, show up for people, care about the things I care about, not get overwhelmed, like, I function at a really high level, but like, this just, it just really just like, wow, like, I was like, okay, like, I know that eating great is awesome, okay, I got that nailed, and I know how to do that, and I focus on that, I know exercise is important, so I do that, and sleep is important, but like, you know... I would not have ever believed the the magnitude of the effect of this. Like, I thought, oh, you know, like, I know if I eat, like, a donut, I'm going to feel crappy, but, like, I don't know if I meditate, whatever, it's, like, big deal. Like, I am I do yoga, and I do all this other stuff to relax, and I, you know, but it's just not the same. Yeah. And I still do yoga and do all those other things, but, like, it's just not the same. Like, there's some quality, and I don't, maybe you can help me explain, like, to people, what is it? Because, like, I... Like, I, you know, I could lay down take a nap. I could do yoga for 20 minutes. Like, it's not the same as 20 minutes of this deep meditation. And people go, I can't meditate because I keep thinking, well, of course, I do too. Everybody does. That's, that's normal. But like, you keep coming back to this mantra, which is just a word, like a meaningless word that you just say it's a sound. But it's, that's a vibrational quality. But like, what is going on that actually changes your nervous system like that?
1: hmm so in the style meditation that I teach at Ziva you're, you're accessing a verifiable fourth state of consciousness so it's different than waking it's different than sleeping and it's different than dreaming and in this state of consciousness um, you're getting rest that's somewhere between two to five times deeper than sleep there's different scientific studies that say differing you know degrees of that but I actually think that if you're in a, like some lab being studied with like rectal thermometers and cameras on your chances are you're not having the deepest meditation of life okay
0: so yeah.
1: I think that you know when you're just doing it on your couch at your home, you may actually be getting
0: sleep or rest that's even deeper than that. But yeah, I so, definitely don't do meditation with a rectal thermometer. At yeah, home. you don't recommend I that. Do, as do your not mech- recommend. <laughs> 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 um,
1: but so basically, you're you, like you said, there's a, there's a mantra which is like a meaningless primordial sound, but it actually is the sound quality of the mantra that helps to de excite the nervous system. And I know that sounds a little hippy dippy or a little weirdo, but there's actually if you want to look at this, there's like some YouTube videos you could watch on cymatics. C-Y-M-A-T-I-C-S which is the science of sound yeah. and they'll have a sheet and they'll put a thing of sand on it and they'll play yeah. it with a bow, and yeah. the sand will take all these beautiful sacred geometric shapes mm. so same thing this mantra is de-exciting the nervous system when you de-excite something you create order and when you create order in your cells, it's like all the stress that we've been holding in our cellular memory for our whole lives yeah. starts to leave the building. And that's why for the first few weeks you felt a little bit like you said like your nervous system was rearranging a little bit, yeah. it's almost like emotional detox. Yeah. Most yeah. of us have some stuff stored in here, You know, there was a dog that barked in our face when we were five, or our parents got divorced when we were 12, and we hold that stuff in our cells whether yeah. we want to or not. Yeah. So the meditation goes in, and I like to think about it like it's bringing you out, and so Yes, it's kind of intense in the beginning, and I think that's why it's really good to have some guidance to have yeah. someone to help you through that because it can be quite intense mm. um but then, like to your point, once you move through it, it's like life is brighter, light is life is clearer, you start functioning better, and you mm-hmm. start enjoying yourself more because your body isn't working so hard to handle the stress
0: so it's so it's just so shocking to me like i I feel like an idiot honestly because <laughs> I mean, I, no, I mean, I, I tell, i taught people to, I said, I tell people to meditate. I thought, you know, like, but it's, this is very different than like regular meditation. Like I can, it's just something different about it. And I, you know, I, again, I said, I study Buddhism. That's more mindfulness meditation, which is, I think, very powerful and effective. You know, John Kabat-Zinn has done a ton of work on this, mm-hmm. but there's, it's like, there, it's like there's a certain like you know when you do zen meditation like sit up straight you have to be in your cushion like you have to be like perfect and like you can't scratch your nose and like it's like a it's you know it's like if it's noise like it's just hard and you know like if you're, in a, if you're in a retreat in the woods and like that's fine but this is this is so like portable in a crazy life which is and you don't and you can you know your body is relaxed you can lean up against something you're not like all perfect you can kind of slump and yeah. Like, you get into this, like, other way of being that is, and you, it, it's so different. Like, I, I just, can you explain, like, why why is that, like, so different?
1: Yeah, sure. So, so there's thousands of different styles of yeah. meditation. Um, most of them fall under one of two umbrellas. Um, what we would call mindfulness, which is, like, a directed-focused style of meditation. And then there's what I teach at Ziva, which is more of, like, I like to call it the lazy man's meditation. Yeah.
0: But it's actually (laughs)
1: the big man's meditation, right? Because it's designed to be portable. It's designed to be integrated into your life. Mm -hmm. And you don't have to have a cave and incense and finger symbols to do it. Like all you need is a chair or an airplane seat or a bus or something. Um, And so mindfulness is more of a waking state practice. Mindfulness is where you're directing your focus, right? Like you're either looking at a flame or you're counting your breath or you're visualizing Um, your chakras or visualizing some lovely scene, Mm -hmm. but you're directing your focus in a certain way, whereas what I teach is more of a, a surrendering practice, and I know that people do not like the word surrender because they, we think it means giving up or quitting, but it's actually, it's a, it's a beautiful series of letting go and trusting that nature has your back and allowing your body to settle into this deep rest, and then the beautiful byproduct is that not only are you flooding your brain with dopamine and serotonin, which are bliss chemicals, because you're giving your body this deep rest, when you come out of it, you're actually more awake, yeah, more conscious. And And so I actually find that you become more mindful, you become more present as a byproduct of doing this lazy man's meditation because you're actually getting rid of stress in the nervous system
0: and the, and the thing you you know was so great about it you you talked to me about it was it was like your mind's gonna keep going it's like I can sit there for twenty minutes and like I might think about like the forty things I gotta do and the people I am wanting to talk to and the this and that and like. You know, I mean, maybe half of it or more could be completely distracted by all that. And I still, at the end, I'm still like, wow, that was amazing. Because, like, I don't know what's happening in there. But, like, <laughs> and it's like, it's, it's so if people go, I can't meditate because I can't stop thinking. And I'm like, it's not stopping thinking. It's just, like, coming back and coming back and coming back. It's like, you know. <laughs> Right. Yes.
1: So I uh, thank you for bringing that up because I think that's actually the number one misconception around oh meditation. for Every day. Emily, like, I want to meditate. I get that it's good for me. There's so much science around it, but I can't stop my crazy mind from thinking. So I'm on a bit of a warpath to like retrain people's ideas about meditation. So, yeah. so think about, think about this. The mind thinks, I mean, I know you know this, but I just want to sh- share mm. this with everybody because I think yeah. it can be game changing, yeah. uh, but the mind thinks involuntarily, mm. just mm. like the heart beats involuntarily. So imagine how ridiculous it would be to sit down and meditate and be like, okay, heart, stop beating. (laughs) Like, that's ridiculous. We're like, okay, nails, stop growing. Like, that's not up to you. And yet this is the criteria by which most of us are judging our meditations. We're like, okay, brain, stop thinking. I sure would like a snack. I love snacks. Snacks are delicious. (laughs) And then you're just like thinking and then you feel like failure and then you quit. Um, And so, like you said, this has nothing to do with stopping your mind from thinking. No one meditates to become a good meditator. We don't meditate to get good at meditation. We meditate to get good at life.
0: Hmm. Yeah, that's cool. So, so like people are watching and they're going, oh, you know, this sounds great. You, you know, you figured it out. But like, like, I'm so busy. Like, I, I don't have time to meditate. What's your advice? Well, like, how should they get started? Like, what if they struggle? Like, sometimes I'm too busy to meditate. Like, what are you going to tell them?
1: Okay, so two things. My new favorite thing to say to people that think they're too busy to meditate is if Oprah has time to meditate, you have time to meditate. <laughs> and now I'm going to say if Dr. Mark Hyman has time to meditate, you have time That's to
0: meditate. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, well, it's like, it's like I show this cartoon, it's like, uh, do you, what do you have more time for? Exercising one hour a day or being dead 24 hours a day? <laughs>
1: <Yes>. <laughs> That's good. That's really good. Um, so, you know, I think that we think we're too busy to meditate because we don't want to meditate because we don't know how to do it. And we feel like we're failing. And no one's going to yeah. make time for something that they feel like they're failing at. Yeah. So, and obviously I'm a meditation teacher, so I'm biased. But I really think it makes a difference to get some training, yeah. right? Like to sit down and, and try to like, imagine if I were to be like, okay, for 20 minutes twice a day we're going to speak Japanese yeah we're challenge and if you don't know how to speak japanese that's really dumb but if you know how to speak japanese then that's real fun right, right but you got to right. learn and so meditation's mm-hmm. like any other skill it takes a little bit of training and so you know i teach in person in new york and la mm-hmm. but what started happening is that a lot of my students were like emily my cousin lives in idaho he doesn't have access to a teacher i really want him to learn and so I made this online training, it's called Ziva Mind,
0: yeah. and it's yeah. about
1: 20 minutes a day for eight consecutive days, and it's, it's a matriculation, it's step-by-step, step. It, and it's training you how to be self-sufficient. So it's like Emily
0: in a box, basically, Because yeah, yeah, it's on, M- online. M- yeah, <laughs> Emily on demand. I like that. <laughs>
1: it's, a, it, it's a video training. So by the end of it, you graduate and you have the practice to take with you for life. You can meditate in a car, on a bus, on a plane, yeah. in a meeting. I mean, not in a meeting, but maybe in a conference room after your meeting. Um, and then there's also some guided visualizations on there, like for traveling or insomnia or stress release or for performance. Yeah. Um, and that's called Ziva Mind. So, I mean, obviously I'm biased, but I really think it makes a difference to get a bit of training because meditation is like any other skill. Yeah. A little training, a little practice, but then once you know how to do it, it's something you look forward to.
0: So um, great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, it's interesting. The plane thing you told me about—like, because I fly a lot—and yeah. I'm like, you like meditate when you take off, meditate when you land. I'm like, sometimes if it's a short flight, I don't. I just like once when I'm on my way down. And normally when I get, I fly and I get off the plane. You know, it's just like there's no oxygen. Is dehydrating? You're traveling. It's airports. It's annoying. You get stressed, and I'm like, and I usually feel a little drained after all that. And now I kind of land on like meditate. I'm like, wait, I'm like, okay, ready to go. It's like, it's like, what happened? You know, it's like it changed. It changed everything, right? So it's almost like I don't have time not to meditate now. Um, but I do like, I have, like if I want to enjoy my life and be happy and effective, like, and work. I mean, if I'm like, I have something to write, or I'm like working on the plane. And if I'm like a little foggy or tired, I just meditate between me and I wake up and like, wow, it's like boom. Like, I just, I get like right into it. And it's, it's totally like, uh, it's like, it's like drinking six cups of coffee without feeling like speedy, except yes. you're just alert and focused and calm. And it's like, wow, who needs all that coffee? And coffee doesn't even work. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I can't even drink coffee anymore. I mean, don't tell Dave, but like, I. <laughs>
1: It makes me crazy <laughs> because I feel like I have the sustainable energy. And actually, yeah. a lot of students report like not even turning on their coffee makers for like weeks after taking yeah. the class because they don't, they're not exhausted anymore. Mm. I hear you. I think the jet lag thing, like how meditation cures a jet lag, oh, is like God. the price of admission. And it also go. cured my insomnia. Like, I know we didn't really talk too much about that, but like I was on Broadway for 10 years mm-hmm. having crazy insomnia, first day, first class meditation cured my insomnia. Wow. And that was ago. What and so amazing. I was like, I'm in,
0: I'm in. So, I, I don't know if I told you the story, but um, I met with the Surgeon General recently to help him with food policy and uh, you know, talking about some of the initiatives. And, and he came to Cleveland Clinic and he gave a talk about his work. And we got to hang out for a while. He's like, awesome, friendly, great guy. You know, and I'm like, what are your initiatives? He's like, well, I have you know, emotional well being, I want to deal with food, and we deal with you know, this opioid addiction that we have in America. And I'm like, well, emotional being, well, what are you talking about? He says, well, meditation. I want to get everybody meditating. I'm like, really? He says, yeah. In fact, our entire office, we got someone come in, train them in meditation. They do Vedic meditation, and everybody meditates twice a day in the Surgeon General's office. And they, yes. they take a break in the afternoon and they do it. And I'm like, we're standing there with the chief of staff of Cleveland Clinic, and you know, they deal with physician burnout. It's it's tough. Like working in Cleveland is hard, it's an awesome place, but doctors and staff, caregivers are, you know, really work hard. And I'm like, I said, and the, the, the chief of staff, I was like saying, well, why don't we get the entire Cleveland Clinic meditation? Yes. <laughs> you know, so I got, got excited about that. I think we're going to start with my center. We're going to start with my center. You're going to help me with that. But you know, I just think it's, it's such a powerful thing and it's not that hard to learn. So we have a few minutes left. I really want you to explain this, this Ziva mind, because I, I went online and looked at it and it looks like awesome. It's like every day there's a different curriculum and it guides you through it. It's sort of goof proof. It's like, yeah. you know you just follow it and like at the end you kind of know what you're doing and yeah. you know and I got the privilege of being able to do this with you in person but I this almost looks better to me <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's easier time wise because the it's
1: like two hours a day for four days but oh this God. is like 20 minutes in the morning, you do it before breakfast and, and each day builds upon the previous day and, and and it really is training you to be self-sufficient so by the time you graduate, it's eight days, 20 minutes a day, you have a practice, you have a mantra and you'll know how to do this thing every day, it, it, it culminates in a 15 minute twice a day practice and then you'll also have some guided visualizations to help for mm-hmm. like take off and landing of the plane for insomnia for stress release. Um, so it's it's basically zebamind.com. And and once you go into it, um, it's there's a beautiful online community, and that's where people can access me and if they have questions and, and get support not only for me, but our beautiful global tribe of meditators. Um and so and I'm really sure. proud of it. And I also made a special thing for for your um, you know, for your friends and family. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for your community. And it's, um, so there's a $51 discount. And when they check out at ZivaMind.com, they can just enter the code HEALTH, all
0: caps. H- H-E-A-L-T-H. Awesome. Can't beat that. Yeah. Meditate for less. I like that. Yeah, meditate <laughs> for less. Also, I just wanted
1: to say, I mean, I'm so thankful for you and, and I, your enthusiasm is so inspiring to me. And I know that so many people in your, in your tribe have already you know, invested in their wellness, and, and I really believe in this thing. Like I think that once you get your mind right, it makes it so much easier to make healthy choices about your food and your exercise. Because when we're stressed, uh, it's exhausting, and it's like costing us our willpower. Yeah, this thing is in alignment. And I'm, I'm a joke. I'm like, if you wake up and meditate, you're a lot less likely to end your day doing cocaine
0: off of a hooker. <laughs> Wow. Well, I've never done that. So I don't know if
1: I, <laughs> but it's just like you know like your day's not going to devolve into yeah. like donuts and reality TV. Yeah. Yeah. Probably no. if you started no. your day with meditation, right. you're gonna be like, Oh, I think I'll go to the gym
0: or, right. you know, do something right. else that's good for you. Right, right. It changes your choices about everything else, whether it's food or whatever it is. It's like, it helps whatever the thing that's an issue, whether it's relationships or food or work, or it's pretty, it's pretty interesting. And it's, um, You know, like I might sound like an evangelist and I might sound crazy because like, what are you talking about, Dr. Hyman? Like, but I'm just telling you guys, like sleep, eating, exercise and this, it's like, it's like rocket fuel to everything else. So yeah,
1: Yeah, like everything else is going to take care of itself. Your life is going to be amazing.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: so. And also I just wanted to mention, we're doing a free online masterclass. It's called Stress Less, Accomplish More. Kind of like our Do Less, Accomplish More. So if people just want to learn my style of teaching a little bit, there'll be a link you know, underneath this video. If people want to join, I'd love to have you on that Stress Less, Accomplish More masterclass.
0: Yeah, awesome. So thank you, Emily, for sharing your wisdom and your teaching and making it fun and easy and accessible. And I encourage everybody to go check it out. Just check out zivamind.com check out Emily's stuff. She rocks. I totally love Emily. She's just, you know, changed my life and we're just having a great time playing and having a good time, you know, thinking about how to make the world a better place. And I, you know, I, I feel honestly bad because I feel like I've sort of neglected this in terms of things that I done myself. And I think I haven't emphasized it enough, but I didn't quite understand the power of it in particularly in a very crazy, busy life. And, um, Now I would say, like, I I can't live without it. So thank you, Emily.
1: It's my pleasure. Thank you.